Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Why, hello, hello, everybody. What up, Yins guys? This is your girl, Kim, here, and welcome to Bravo, East Coast Housewives. And let me just tell you, this past weekend has been crazy, emotional roller coaster for me. We're talking all reunion for Potomac. Part three just aired the other day. I am ecstatic to talk about it with a great close friend of mine. He has been on the show before earlier in the episodes that I have done. Now, he was on here before. We were talking uh, New York Housewives, right? So Mm -hmm. he is still a little new to the Housewives franchise. However, he did go on this journey with me by watching the whole entire season, season five of Potomac. Welcome him back, everybody. It is Brent Griffin. Hello. How are you? I'm doing good, Kim. How you doing? I'm great. I'm so happy to have you back. And we have so much to discuss with this Mm -hmm. past reunion, really this past season, because you have been so lovely and just supportive of my podcasting journey with the housewives that you took the plunge and you watched a whole entire season for me. That's so cute. Thank you so much. Got to support the homies. And uh, oh, my gosh. So true. I got to be honest, though. I got behind. You know this, but the people should know. I I did get behind. Uh, This is not my, I think I said on the other uh, episode that I did, this is not my usual choice of entertainment. So I did get behind, got distracted. There was a, you know, I did personally have COVID. So all of that kind of factored into me getting like, what, I think I got like seven or eight episodes behind at one point. And then like three weeks ago, I was like, all right, we got to crush these and get back, catch back up. So. Yeah, but you did the binge watching. And you know what? I I have done that with certain shows in the Bravo world. I've done that with Southern Charm because I never, and I know you know nothing about Southern Charm and that's fine, but I did that with Southern Charm because I think I saw a commercial about it one day and I was just like, wow, this show is really stupid. Mm-hmm. But I was bored one day and I was just like, what the hell? So I started from season one. I think there are like 10, no, maybe seven seasons and I'm, all, I'm, I'm caught up. Oh, That's how much of a life that I don't have of course i'm not gonna lie it's it's not like i did this during covid i did this like like maybe over a year ago so i don't feel that bad Mm. or that embarrassed that i'm even saying that so okay so this past uh this past episode of potomac part three reunion it was pretty intense right oh yeah and uh a lot happened some of which i'm like okay i get that and other things i'm like "Mm." yeah we there's there's more to be told here That's right. Okay, so we will get into that eventually. But since you have taken this whole journey of uh, this past season of Potomac, we're just going to start from the beginning, not obviously from the season, but I just want to know your thoughts. What are your reactions and your feelings about this season, which really is the first season that you've ever watched in a Housewives history of franchises? So what were your thoughts, reactions, anything you want to let us know? Uh, The first thing that comes to mind right now Um, I feel like there's a whole arc to Ashley's character that I just don't really understand. Like pre-childbirth Ashley, they show snippets of how she was supposedly more free-spirited and a little wilder. And and now that she's, well, now that she's about to have her second baby, uh, Michael, that she's she's in a totally different place. I kind of wish I, you know, was a little more privy to her personality before what else. 
Oh, we talked about this a little bit beforehand. The 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 Giselle and Jamal Bryant, the pastor. Uh, pastor there's, Holy Whore. There's, there's more to be told there. I don't. We we may never know. And quite honestly, there's that I kind of respect a little bit about that because my whole thing with reality TV is just gonna let national TV into your personal life and they get to know everything. So yeah, but they the, want that check. They want the check. True, and you're getting paid to let them into your life. So, uh -huh. and I, I I would imagine that Pastor Jamal Bryant knew. He had to know. He had. He wasn't clueless. I feel like he was in on it. Yeah, and not only was he in on it, he had to. It should surprise him that some of the dirt about you know what he's allegedly doing will use His allegedly. Dirty laundry was uh was was out there for yeah. all of us to now not like him. Yeah. At all. Um, That's just my own opinion. I'm trying to think what else initial thoughts. When when did... was it everything? Was it everything that you thought it would be? Like just watching this season, did you have certain expectations that were a met or or not with what you heard about it through me? I I wasn't surprised anything by anything from a concept standpoint. I mean, I knew it was gonna be drama. I knew it was gonna be crazy. I knew it was gonna be you know messy. Yeah, I knew all of that because that's what makes that's what the whole draw about reality TV is, at least in my limited perception of it before getting into this. So right. from a concept standpoint, none of it surprised me. Now, some of the storylines had me like, what? Are you serious? Which but, one? Uh, if you remember. I'm trying to think what, which which one specifically. Obviously, the Candace and Monique thing was ridiculous. Oh, my God. Um, what else? Which, by the way, we find out that Monique is no longer a part of the Real Housewives of Potomac. She made her announcement the other day. After the part three reunion, she's like, peace, I'm out. I'm all about family. That was the last straw. Don't come after me and my family. So Monique is out. And I'm kind of, I'm not going to lie, I'm a little sad about that. I would have thought that Candace would have left because she wouldn't get her way because I feel like that would be a typical Candace move. But, yep, Monique is gone. Monique's oh, silence. Gone. That you surprised know. me when I found that out. Cause I mean, I just watched the episode and then late last night, mm -hmm. you know, I see that on my IG feed, which for the lit for the, for the listeners, um, I don't follow. <laughs> I just told Kim this. I don't follow any of those folks on IG. Like the only really Bravo doesn't. real housewives <laughs> person that I follow is Kim. So Me, I, saw Bravo that, Yenza. I saw that in my, uh, in my uh, explore feed. My first thought was like, damn. She's just going to walk out like that after you. My second thought was, wait, why is this in my explore? <laughs> <laughs> so, they found you. They, they found, found me. Big Brother's watching. It's a real life George Orwell 1984 type thing. That's pattern. right. <laughs> and I don't even watch, like, whenever I watch it. No, I guess. So I watch uh, Potomac through YouTube TV, which mm. I usually watch it on my Roku TV. But I also have mm -hmm. YouTube TV on my phone. So okay. YouTube and Instagram probably had a little backdoor conversation and got my data that way. So <laughs> backdoor conversation. <laughs> that's, that's how I just watched with my brother um, the the movie about Ed, Ed Snowden a couple weeks ago. Was and it good? Yeah, it was really good. The, the, you know, Ed Snowden, the whole, he was doing homework about the NSA and found out about the FISA court and 
what they were doing to, you know, basically watch you through your phones and your laptop screens and record all your account. So it's crazy. So they're watching us right now. So they could like, be. They could be. God damn. Hey, shout out to the to the NSA guys uh, listening to this interview right now. We know what's yeah, happening. Yeah, we know that you watch Bravo. We know that you watch it. We wonder what uh, what team are you on? Now, Brent, what team are you on? Are you team Candace or Monique throughout this whole season? What are your... Uh, mm. You don't have to be a team. You don't even have to be on a side. You could be like Karen and be neutral, but we'll get to that as well. Uh, so in regards to the conflict, mm-hmm. uh, Candace stepped over the line, point blank period. Now, okay. Monique, and I feel like Monique, she, she's going she's gonna to move and act a little differently because prior to this conflict, she kind of got on my nerves because she always had something to say. Yeah. Always. And sometimes okay. it was like, really? That's you, that's ridiculous and over the top and unnecessary right now. Why are you sure. why are you coming at me like that? Sure. Um, and this time, you know, she the the new element of the hand in, in Candace's face. Apparently 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 that was the the childhood trigger. Yeah, she um, did the point though. She did a finger point. Yeah. I mean Candace did the whole like twirl good night yeah she's like do you buy that i don't know childhood trauma was a real thing and especially unhealed not you know improperly dealt with childhood trauma so that that's definitely a real thing and i don't know i guess we could give her the benefit of the doubt on that that doesn't excuse the fact that she went off on her like she did True. and then the whole and then the whole like one other point the whole uh i blacked out thing and somebody made this point to her when they were going back and forth about it a few episodes uh-huh. ago. Yeah. Apparently, according to her, she came to and then chased after. I was just gonna bring that up. So I was just gonna you bring had that full up. control over your faculties. You you yes. you weren't seeing red. You weren't not. That was not a thoughtless rage. It right. Wasn't. Right. Because according to what understand. you said, you blacked out yeah. and then came to and then went after her. So no, I. So something's not adding up there. Like something's off. Something is off. Okay, so you're 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 saying that Candace was in the wrong. It almost sounds like you are kind of taking more of a neutral stance as far as who was wrong, and as not as far as who was wrong, but as far as what team you're on, right? So, um, with that, I mean, could I could I be wrong? Or are you? I know that you said Candace. No, uh, stepped, no, I would say in relation line. to that specific situation, because that situation doesn't turn into what it did if Candace don't drag. Yeah. Or or Monique doesn't drag Candace. Do you think that she got what she deserved? Mm. That's Uh, a heavy question because we saw we saw on uh, part two or three of the reunion that basically (coughs) as far as social media is concerned, there are more people on Monique's side than Candace's side. And yeah, I mean, I think Candace said she's like 98 percent are team Monique and 2 percent are on my team and it's because what you're putting out there in the blog saying that I initiated everything and da 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 da. Yeah. Now that's interesting. She got what she deserved. I know, I know. Mm, And obviously I wouldn't the only thing I know about the blogs is what they show on the, you know, when the episodes air. So Right. Interesting. Because apparently like the day that it happened before it aired on TV, people knew about it. So somebody leaked leaked it. it. And didn't, didn't Candace say that she knew who leaked it? Monique said that. Uh Yep. Yeah, that's so Monique that's was probably in on it. She was probably in on it. I mean, she how do you that. how do you how do you know 
And it's also true that it, it was leaked before it aired on national TV, like how. I remember talking about this sometime in the summer, early mm -hmm. summer. I remember saying like, oh my God, they pressed charges against each other. Okay. So, and obviously that was before the season even aired. So. Okay. The shit was okay. going on way before we wow. even saw it. Wow. I know. Crazy. So, do you think, what What do you take on Karen's stance on the whole situation? Do you think she's, you know, Karen, she likes to, she, I don't know, Karen is a special one. God bless her. She didn't want to take any side, but I feel like she kind of did take a side, and I think it was Monique's. But what What are your thoughts on her new neutral stance on the situation? See, I don't think she was as neutral as she was putting out. And what I mean by that is... And they acknowledged this during last night's episode. When in one-on-one -on -one conversation with Monique, she would hold her accountable. Mm -hmm. But we didn't see that. And neither did the other women. Right. Like whenever they were kicking, whenever they were kicking it, and the situation would come up, she would be like, "Oh, I'm remaining, I'm remaining neutral. I love both of you." Da da da. da. She wouldn't right. say anything about Monique being wrong and, you know, her jumping on Candace being unwarranted. She didn't say anything of that nature to the other women. But mm -hmm. when she was one-on-one -on -one with Monique and Monique did acknowledge this, um, she would. So my whole thing is like, if you know that. Yeah. But why put up that front in front of the other women? Yeah. You know, like, like you know, she was wrong. Just say that. What's yeah. the problem? Yeah. Karen is she I don't know how, how would you describe her with with watching her this season and her interactions with the women I feel like she is the oldest one of the group I think it's um Karen's the oldest then it's Giselle and then I think after that it might be Robin and I know that the youngest ones are Candace Ashley Mm -hmm. and Monique. I don't know how old Dr. Wendy is. I feel like Karen kind of puts herself above everyone else, maybe because she is older mm -hmm. or she just has a huge ego for whatever reason. I'm trying to understand. Yeah, I don't, to be honest, I don't, I don't really get Karen. I know. And that just, that could just be because I don't have context of who she is, what she does outside of the show. But like the whole, the whole. She'll tell you that she has so many businesses. Like her going back to her hometown in the parade. I was just like, what? What does she do to deserve <laughs> this kind of homecoming treatment? Like. She's Karen Huger. That's why she's, she's the grunt. She, um. She's not a politician. She's not an athlete. She's not like known for making huge discoveries in the medical field. She's not. But you she know. has a fragrance. She's a fragrance. Ladam, would you buy it? Mm. Would you buy it for your mother or your girlfriend? Uh well, I so my I, I, my mom has a very specific fragrance that she likes to buy. Okay, um, so Karen. And so I know what that is. And nah, no, no, no. And my mom is. <laughs> She kind of likes, you know, she kind of likes what she likes. So I don't, you know, I wouldn't. The ladies say that Karen's perfume is like old lady church perfume. That's definitely not a, my mom. My mom's like, my mom, she likes like subtle, not overly stated. Ooh, I love um, it. I yeah. Love it. And okay. the, old, the whole old church lady thing is like, like that gives that's me a, a real particular thing. vibe. Yeah, that's It really is a real, real. thing. I mean, oh. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. No. Sorry, sorry, old church ladies. We still love you, though. We just, we need you to get different. Of course. Shout out to all the mothers on the mother's boards at every church everywhere. <laughs> don't, don't get Karen's we don't want, fragrance. We don't want your cologne. Uh, your oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> we still so, love yeah, you. So, yeah, we... 
we don't understand Karen. She's a little confusing to us. And I think she'll always be a mystery, but she's great to watch on television. So, I mean, you know, God love her. So mm. with that, what are your thoughts on the reunion? Part three, this past one, I mean, an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. That is, that is, I think that might be the first time that they've ever done an hour and a half. They have had part four of a reunion. Usually they only do three parts, mm -hmm. right, with all the Housewives reunions. I think one time they did part four, and I believe it was for this past season of Atlanta Housewives, which this season of Atlanta is just already whew, insane. Um, but yeah, this particular episode from the other night, hour and a half. But uh, what are your thoughts just on the reunion about the setup? Because obviously it's very different from the actual season that you watched. Um, Andy's moderating. Everyone says that he could have been the moderator for uh, the presidential election. Would you find that to be true? Because he deals with a lot of um, a lot of estrogen. Yeah. A lot of yelling. But I watched the first presidential debate. And <laughs> not only not only was that a hot mess, that was I was anticipating it to be that was everything that I thought it was. And I think I thought you were gonna say it was worse than what you thought it would be. No, no, no. I anticipated it in participating it being just as bad as it was. In fact, I was I remember having this conversation with my dad months before. I was like, I when is the first debate? It's gonna be off the chain. I'm getting yeah. my popcorn because I already know. Did you watch the other ones afterwards or were you just sort of No, I watched the first, first one. one. And after that, because here's the thing, I mean, I already knew. I already knew reluctantly, very, very reluctantly that I was, yeah. well, I didn't know, but I had Everyone an anticipated probably, the outcome of what happened, so. Yeah, and yeah. I knew I was probably going to vote for Biden. I can't stand them, but right. that's a whole nother right. conversation. But, yeah. uh, so, so. We're talking Chris, the politics of Bravo now. Right. Let's get Chris back to Wallace the politics of Bravo. Full, I don't know that, I don't know that anybody could handle that first presidential debate. See, here's the thing. Okay, I respect your opinion, and um, I think if you would see reunions past, not of Potomac, okay. there has been one reunion in Atlanta. Have you heard of Portia, Portia Williams? Mm, I have not. But you know Nene, Nene Leakes? No, I, no? I don't. <laughs> I'm surprised by that, but that's okay. In one of the Atlanta reunions... One of the women had like this freaking baton or something, put it in some other woman's face. That woman went off. She mm. went off the way that Monique went off on Candace, but like on the ground. Even Andy had to like try to pry her off of uh Oh wow. Kenya. Yeah, it was insane. So, but I I, I respect your answer for mm. everything that you've seen thus far with the housewives. Now, what are your thoughts on just what went down on the reunion? Any part one, two, or three, just anything that stood out to you, and we'll kind of get into the specifics of that. Mm, think about there's a lot to address. I mean, the first, I don't know, I don't know where to start. Well, I guess I'll start with Monique and her husband. So going back to the first episode with the, uh, she came wh to what did we call it? What, did, what, what was the book called? This book? Of I Routine? called it. Yeah, it was, a, it was, well, what Candace will call it is the thirst book. I personally yeah. called it the burn book because I was referencing, uh, the mean girls movie that everyone okay. and their mom okay. was about. Okay. So, but, uh, Candace called it the thirst book. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, oh, wait, first, let me back up. So the first thing that, uh, I think on, on the first episode, I started to get an idea of how long ago they recorded the whole season. So I get the impression they recorded everything that aired. They recorded mm -hmm. in 2019. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So they might be 
already done with season six. Wait, are they done with season six? No. No, because Monique, you know, how she announced that she quit, because we found that out the other day. Mm-hmm. She had the contract for the upcoming season, which would be season six. Mm-hmm. So the contracts have been released. They haven't mm-hmm. started filming yet. Okay. Because it's probably right. because of COVID. Right. Yeah, probably. But you're okay. right. They re- they recorded the whole season in 2019. Mm-hmm. And obviously, they had all that time to reflect because that's why Candace said, your lawyer said this. You got the papers and everything at mm-hmm. the at the end of the year or whatever. So they were kind of sitting on this whole lawsuit thing for close to a year now. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So that was the first yeah. thing that I had to back up for a second. That was the first thing that's like, whoa, okay, this is happening way, way after right. everything that I just watched. Uh, yeah. The burn book. So burn. while I was in the burn book, she talked about... Uh, Pastor Jamal Bryant and Giselle Pastor Holy Whore. Pastor Holy Whore. I'm not going to call him out his name. I'm going to call him, you know, I'm going to address him respectfully as Pastor (laughs) Pastor Jamal Bryant. Um, But what their situation is, that was one of the subjects of the burn book. What was another situation? Did Ashley and her husband come up Um, in the burn book? Not in the the thirst book. I mean, honestly, there was a lot in that book, but she didn't really use it as much as I thought she would. She really only used it for... um, It really went hard. had her she yeah she did i listen giselle and monique have had such a history giselle i don't think has ever liked monique ever Mm. ever and um even though they looked cool at the beginning of the season Mm. i just feel like maybe giselle was saving face for the camera but i don't think that she's ever had a liking to her and i think monique just sort of developed that because she's like okay well giselle's not going to give me a chance you know whatever Mm. She did have her dental records in there. If you recall, whenever she's like, do you want me to take out my dental records for whenever Candace flung the glass over at me and it hit the side of my mouth? Oh, But other than that, she only released the uh, Jamal Pastor Holy Whore. I'll call him that. You don't have to, but I will. Um, (laughs) His phone number, which I can't even believe. Like, just going back to that moment, that was insane. Yeah, and we may never know. There's more to that story. Because Giselle took that way too well. She took that super well to have, you know, threads of conversation read out loud. And then, is this his number? She reads the whole number and Giselle's like, yeah, that's his number. So I feel like there's more to their situation that we don't know about. And we may never know about. Okay, so word on the street. Word on the street. And this was uh, my past interview that I did with Mr. David Yontef, which will be on Thursday, people, because this is a special week because of New Year's. Hello. Special episode with David on Thursday. So tune in for that. But word on the street that he says word on the street that there could be potential uh, storyline with the whole Jamal Giselle thing for the upcoming season. Mm. Is that truth? We don't know. That's the word on the street. Okay. Well, they're going to have to do something because well, there's a lot well, of What do you think? Questions. Do you think um, a lot of the women, Karen especially, do you think that they're just putting on, we're in a relationship just for the show? Or, you know what? My mom said something like this. She said, I think Giselle really wants to have that family unit. And I think that's why she's kind of going through this. But she kind of thinks that Giselle is in on it and that they're just sort of saying it for the show and for the way that people would look at them. 
But if you recall, mm-hmm. Mr. Big Boy Samuels, at the end of uh, part three, he's like, hurt people, hurt people, get some help. Obviously, he was referring to Giselle. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Do you think Do you think they're just putting it on for the cameras? Or do you think, do you think she knows that Jamal is probably running around with other people? I honestly, yeah. I think, well, look, uh, so since we're here, let me, let's, let's just go it. into the let's whole, it, my whole, yes. here's what I think. I think Jamal Bryant is not a one woman man. And we've had this discussion okay. multiple times. Like, not gonna, we've had yes. this, let's, let's, so let's go public with it. It's okay that he is not a one woman man. Some people, a lot of your listeners will not like that because a lot of people are, you know, very much entrenched into the lifelong monogamy right. idea. Your girl included, like, honey. I mean, neither Your one girl of these, included. And, and no shade, no disrespect. People want what they want. Everybody's different, right? Yeah. So yeah. there's nothing wrong with the fact that Jamal Bryant is not a one-woman man. Pastor Jamal Bryant. And I said pastor because <laughs> the, the issue is, is he's not being honest about that. He's and not a man of op- God. We've said that my, before. I've said here's that. My, here's my opinion. My opinion <laughs> is that his belief system and his role, his job, his occupation of being a pastor, uh, you know, a, 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 a black modern day, you know, I don't know exactly what denomination his church is, but yeah, I don't know either. You know, I just, I like to use the term black Protestant. So like black, a black Protestant pastor of today, Sure. you know, it's, it's, it's a sin to be engaged with more than one woman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think deep down, well, not even deep down, because it's, it's it's out there for all to see. He's not limiting to himself, limiting himself to more than one woman in terms of who he's engaging with. But he can't, because of his belief system and his occupation, live that truth out loud, honestly, honestly. And yeah, it's he's causing not practicing problems. what he's preaching. Exactly. It's yeah. causing problems. It's causing problems with his wife. Who, which they may they may or may not actually get married it's causing problems with his kids because his kids his own daughters look at him as an enemy they don't trust him with their they mama that's just those those sets of kids he's got other kids from other people too boy and i don't know anything about that that's right. i mean they talked about it on the show a little bit but right well giselle you know, so didn't want like, to because she's a respectful woman well and and and, and that and it's okay so like continuing on like I feel like after going through what all that she's been through, yeah, she has come to accept the fact that Pastor Jamal Bryant is not a one woman man. And so maybe, again, we don't know this, so this right. is all under the term of allegedly. It's a hearsay, yeah. Maybe they have an agreement to where she's like, do what you do. Mm-hmm. I, 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 know what, I know what it is now. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to put you out on Front Street on the show. Sure. As long as... We have a relationship and you take care of me. Mm-hmm. Well, do you Which, remember? Again, it's fine. Do you remember this though? Do you remember during one of the episodes, I think it was part two, part two of the reunion, Giselle looks at Andy because he's asking her about the whole Jamal thing, him cheating, blah, blah, blah. And she says, you know what? I'm at the age, I'm at the point in my life on how old I am, that kind of shit. I just don't have time for it. I, I don't, I don't even, that doesn't even matter to me as much. So when mm-hmm. she said that, that made me feel like she's in on it. She knows. She's just mm-hmm. like, okay, whatever. I don't have time to worry about you. Like I have my own life. I got what's going on in my life. I got the show. I got my girls. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I kind of feel like she, 
I feel like she's kind of in on it. But it makes me sad because I feel like she deserves so much better. Why would she want to be with him? Like, he's an asshole. He's not a good well, guy. <laughs> You're a guy. Tell me why. Uh, you, well, let me just address what you say. You said she deserves so much better. She does. I don't think it. I don't think it's on any of us to tell her what she deserves or what she should go after and accept. That's on her. I guess. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Especially because she bit. Say what? I said I guess. I mean, yeah, like she knows what the deal. Is. She 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 has three kids by Pastor Jamal Bryant. They were married. I don't know how long ago they were married. I don't know the whole timeline, but their mm-hmm. oldest child is what, fifteen or sixteen or something 16, like that? Older daughter. Yeah, okay, so the oldest daughter is sixteen. So they were married, then they were divorced, and now they're back in this courting premarital, you know. Yeah. So she knows she knows what the deal is at this point. And this is uh I guess this is a greater point about people being in negative situations right at a certain point you take responsibility for remaining in that situation now that's not to put blame on you know the person who is going through something that they have no control over technically the victim yes 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 right exactly but at a certain point specifically with this situation with Giselle like you can't we can't trust him to change his behavior we so can't. it's, it's kind of like the, the saying that everyone knows, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Well said. Yeah. Um, and our and our daughters know. Like, that's why they, every time dude come around, they give them the side. Like, I don't think they're a fan okay. of their dad. No, they're not. Because they know. They know what the deal is. And, and here's another point that I made. Uh, before we went live this might not be an issue with their children if first he because this he started this mess right yeah he's first he was honest about you know who he is and what he desires sexually romantically and delight right right and she was open and honest about her accepting who he is what he wants as long as she's being taken care of like this doesn't have to be an issue so do you think that's why she's sticking around she just wants to be taken care of. I mean, she's making. Her I, I don't know that for a fact. I don't. I'm just again, we're because they because there's so much that she and he won't say on camera publicly. Sure. We're all. This is all speculation. Sure. I mean, you know. Yeah. The whole reality TV sphere is built on speculation <laughs> yes, on the blog, is. social media, podcasts yes. like this. Yes. Uh, and that's why it's never going anywhere because we love to speculate. Yes. Um, but it's fun. What the if, fuck? <laughs> right. Right. Why not? Um. But no, her. I think if both he first and her were honest about what the situation is and were willing to kind of work through it, maybe their kids would be accepting of could it. Trust, right. Because in their mind, my dad's a pastor and he's cheating on his wife, his ex-wife, yeah. my mother. And he, he got the, I've heard it said this way, Pastor Jamal Bryant has the, um, what is it? The, I got the habits. Like I just got to have whatever woman I want, which that's kind of that? a negative, huh? No, 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 no. This is a saying that I've heard before. Oh, okay. okay. No, he has not said that, but okay. this is a saying that I've had before in, in an attempt to put like a negative stigma on people that, on, that don't want to limit themselves or sure. only be connected to one person okay. sexually or romantically. That's like kind sure. of a negative characterization of it. Right. But if they were, I feel like if they were honest about that, and also, I mean, obviously we can't get the past the fact that he's a pastor and what he preaches, his belief system, does not line up with his behavior. Right. That's a problem that's never going to go away from him until he finds a way to 
I don't know, reconcile that first within himself. Yeah. If he hasn't, because he might, I don't know. This is all speculation. I know. He may, maybe he has, and he just, you know. I just and he don't just think he's a good, he's not a good guy. He's not a good, he's not a good apple. Is that what they say? Because he's not being honest. I just want to make that clear. That's what makes him, that's what makes him an asshole. Not the fact that he is not a one woman man. That's I fine. I feel what you're he's saying. He's not being honest about that. Right. And I know we've had, we've had many conversations before about this whole situation. Mm-hmm. And I know that you have always brought a different light to the situation just because of me being so stubborn and hard headed with my beliefs as far as relationships are concerned. Mm-hmm. With you saying as long as he He's honest, da 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 da. Yes, that's good. I'm cool with it in a sense. But then I'm being an asshole because I'm like, well, I wouldn't want anyone doing that to me. So fuck that. That's wrong. No, goodbye. But then again, you know, I'm being semi narcissistic with that. Well, and, and again, like, you want what you want. That's fine. Yeah. It's just, he well, wants speaking- what you Speaking he won't, of, he won't, um, he can't be tell the truth about it. Well, speaking of that, um, being an open relationship, even though we will never know, but maybe we will know because talks could potentially come out next season. We don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But what mm-hmm. about the openness as far as Michael and Ashley Darby? I mean, we saw that Michael was not there at the reunion previous seasons. Oh, my God. The way that Candace and Monique went after each other and the way that Chris went after Giselle this past reunion is how everyone went after Michael in the previous seasons because of his ass grabbing other dudes and him wanting to suck one sausage. It's like all this shit. So what are your thoughts with the whole Ashley and Michael? Yeah, I know your face. You're like, what? What are your thoughts on the the saga of Michael and Ashley? Do you think he'll be faithful to her? I guess is the first question. I I, I don't know because I mean they are expecting this is baby of, number two. Right. Well, that does okay, that play a factor? I don't know. We just finished talking about the past. <laughs> yep. 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 So let's you know, the, having children by a, a woman that that you're married to does not like faithfulness <sighs> is a is a decision that you make. Damn. But I don't know because. So according to what I've seen, he says that his temptation to step out or, you know, be with that woman that he supposedly didn't sleep with. I don't believe that for a second. Right. The woman that he didn't sleep with at this hotel, he was in a bad place because he wasn't getting enough attention. Yeah, fuck that guy. Sorry. And sexual and, and sex from Ashley, his wife. And I don't. Ugh. It's not that I don't buy that because I, I I've heard I don't know because I have, I have no children I am unmarried but I've heard that you know having a child can bring new elements into you know a relationship of marriage yeah you know because you know women have to deal with motherhood and what that means and I mean we we saw this with Ashley like how does me now being a mother fit into who I am right. And, you know, before this, I was this free-spirited, free-spirited, outgoing, she really, really was. sexual person. Yeah. And now, like, I feel like she said in one episode, this body is Dean's now. I yep. think that might have been, like, the first part the first part of the reunion. Yep, 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 yep. And so, like, that's a real thing. Like, for women, bringing a child into the world has a lot of, um, brings a lot of questions and newness about 
what her identity is. And for somebody in relationship with her, that's, that's going to indirectly bring challenges for them. Because if she's, if her sex drive's going down and she's not, um, she's not wanting it, mm-hmm. then... Don't you think that's you know, kind of selfish I've, from Michael, though? I feel like it's a little selfish. Like, go jerk well, off well, in the no, bathroom. Absolutely. Because, yeah. you know, their, their situation prior to having kids is, was they always brought somebody in they never at least from what we know they never went their separate ways openly it was always like a three-way type situation so him just going off on his own him just say what supposedly i mean and i mean if if they found someone that they were like oh yeah that's cool like if they agreed to it then they do it but i don't know i feel like he's cheated on her before i do i feel like she covers up for him way too much Mm. almost more than giselle that's, that's totally possible yeah um but i feel like if let's just go with what is publicly known um him going out with another woman not only is that a new element but when that happened, where was she? She was out of town with the women, right? And she brought Dean with Yeah. Uh, yes. So, so that's a whole nother level of betrayal while she's dealing with all of this motherhood stuff. So it's just, you know, it's not at all the situation, the same situation as them two together being out, mm-hmm. seeing another person and being like, yo, let's let's make this happen. Not yeah. the same situation at all. Yeah. Uh, so it could happen again, especially since she's a, uh, you know, they, they're expecting baby number two. It, it could definitely happen. I don't, I wouldn't put it past him. What are your not. thoughts? I mean, do you think, do you think Michael's a little off compared to, um, I don't know, the other husbands in the show? Like he does some what weird mean, shit. What do you mean off? Like, you know, his behavior, I guess. Like a lot of times, a lot of times whenever he does shit that really isn't socially acceptable, he always, mm-hmm. he always puts it on, oh, well, I'm not from America. I'm from Australia. It's not a big deal from where I'm from. Yeah, no, that's- Do you buy that shit? That's weak. And um, no. I think okay, so the the fight that happened on the last episode, oh not the God, fight. It, was it wasn't a fight, but it was more like a, a tussle that yeah, happened at yeah. the uh, at Robin and Juan's party. Feathers were ruffled. Yeah, I man, something about something about Michael just don't doesn't click. It just doesn't. It just does, it just rubs me the wrong way. So what did he say to Chris? He said you should try to well because Karen and Candace were arguing about Karen. You saw everything that happened, Karen. Because Karen said the truth will come out with the Monique and Candace thing. Candace is freaking out. She's getting emotional. Trauma sets in again. And then Michael goes up to Chris and says, you should go over there and try to control your wife. Control your woman. Yeah. And then Chris just didn't have it. Like, dude, come on, man. I don't blame Chris. (laughs) I don't blame him at all. Uh... And it's like... Like, like nobody was that he he didn't have any right. He yeah. not not only on the merits of what he said, right, right, just that alone. Do you think but, he just wanted to start shit? Yes. Ooh. Uh, Ashley wasn't I, even directly involved in that conflict. I don't think was she. No, but like she later on, man, okay. did she go off? Okay, so and that's the other thing. Like I could see if you you expressing that concern to Chris right. if Candace was like going in on Ashley. Yeah. Now, dude, your wife is going at my wife. Yeah. And then don't address maybe not address it as dude. You need to control your wife. It's like yo, let's go like break this up. Yeah. This this is supposed to be a part. That's not the character in which he brought it up at all. And Ashley wasn't even directly involved in the conflict. Right. He just was like yo, control your wife. It's yeah. Like, uh, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. No, would you have reacted that way as well if someone did that to you? I don't know if I would have reacted that way because I'm I'm pretty I mean you're I'm so laid s- back. That's I mean Yeah, I'm pretty 
pretty slow to anger, but I would, I don't think I would have left it undressed, but Chris got baited into it becoming a physical thing. He got kind baited. Kind of, kind of the and way that Monique was. She was baited. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He, he got baited into it and he, you know, and he did what he was supposed to do. He called, uh, Robin. as Robin was revealed, he called Robin and apologized yeah. because, you know, he, he did have some response, even though he didn't start it, he did have some responsibility to escalate. Yeah. And he was taking accountability. I, um, I, I think yeah. I said on, uh, a previous episode, I feel like Candace and Chris should just apply for WWE and be like a husband and wife wrestling team. What are your thoughts on no. that? Don't you think? No, I don't, that? no. I don't know about that. No. They're good no. at like starting shit, you know? No, well, no, even no, though, but... I mean, Chris didn't start it, but like he he did do the physical shit. Candace ain't built for that. And <laughs> I had this thought last night. For all the jaw jacking that she does, yes. one little situation, it has her, and I'm not, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, 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 make fun or make light of, but sure. like, the fact that she's like still going through trauma. emotional trauma over this one situation, yeah, she's not built for physical conflict, which is ironic for how much she talks. Yeah. Because people, somebody that talks like that with a mouth like that, you would think they would be ready to like go at it. If it escalates to that, I'm about that action, and she ain't. Well, you know what? As far she ain't as about that. no, which she... is why when you asked me about WWE, I, she was the first person I thought of because I was like, nah, she ain't. No, she don't want to. She don't want to be. In, I don't see. I don't see Candice jumping off the top rope, elbow dropping. <laughs> Another woman trying to win the women's championship. You see on Monique Night doing Rock. that? Bye. Absolutely. Ooh. She's definitely about to that. Absolutely. You know, she, absolutely. It's you know, I wonder too. So as far as the trauma thing that you're a little surprised still that Candace is dealing with it. And as Giselle said, you can't tell people how to deal with their emotional trauma. Yes, cool. Okay. But mm -hmm. I'm wondering, would she feel this way as much if she wasn't on a reality show, if it did not air on national? television if people didn't know who the fuck she was do you think she'd be going through it in this manner i don't only because a lot of the aftermath that she is facing is on social media uh I, we can't really i don't know that we can really answer that question because that's not what happened it happened within the context of shooting a show yeah so all of those are crucial elements um so we can't really we can't really say you're so uh, i don't think the answer i dig it i mean we can't we can't because <laughs> that's not what happened and well, okay, so I mean, thinking about how she addressed it during the reunion, one of the things that she brought up as a continued reminder of the traumatic trigger is the people coming at her on social media. So I guess if we take that into account, maybe it wouldn't be as intense. Maybe she would be able to heal and move past well, it a little faster. Well, now she's going to have to deal with Monique's song, Drag Queens, that just dropped. Her video went on YouTube the other, uh, literally the other night. I have not yet seen it, but um, her song, have you heard it? I'm pretty sure no. your answer is no. <laughs> Look, the last time I was on this show, Watching the the Real Housewives of New York, I was very much a fan of Luann oh. and her character and what you know her energy. That's that song was terrible. Viva la so diva! I'm, I, I'm, I'm on Real Listen, Housewives. I have to say, I mean, I think yeah, but you said that Candace wasn't that bad. She wasn't. No, bad. she wasn't that bad. But yeah. I don't. We didn't see or hear anything about. Monique singing on the show. I have to tell you, that's true. I thought it was funny. So now um, you just out of the blue putting out a song to heal because yeah. you didn't have the metaphorical balls right. to write Car Candace a letter? No. And then Andy's I'm, like, I'm, I'm, are you a recording artist? <laughs> he no, did that shit not. on purpose. No. 
The song isn't really that bad. The production of the song is what makes it good. I mean, these ladies, their songs, a lot of them are shit, but they're amazing because they have the good, they have they have a great production team. Makes a song sound good, you know? If you get mm-hmm. into a studio mm-hmm. and all the uh, all the digital stuff that you can do, you can anyone can sound good nowadays, you know? Yep. Now, wait, whose song are you talking about? Monique's song. Monique's song, I really don't have a problem with it. I think it sounds a lot okay. better than some of the other ones that I've heard. Okay. Look up. Okay. I know you're not going to do this, but there are some other songs that the house, like Melissa Gorga's songs, terrible. Nini, I love her dearly, but her song she should never try to put out music ever and it's just yeah yeah. Kenya Moore the same thing but anyways okay now with that let's talk a little bit about the husbands when they came out you texted me really early in the morning while you were watching it and you were like Chris annoys me one Mm -hmm. which Chris two why why are you saying that he annoys you I'm talking about Chris Monique's husband. Samuel's baby. Yes. The answer to the first question. The answer to the second question is, how do I want to say this? <laughs> dude, dude came out with Monique's energy. He yeah, literally he took her whole energy on. Yeah, he did. It's like, dude, come on, man. No. We don't need a copy of her. Yeah. I understand that's your wife and you want to take her side and be supportive of her. I feel like he was more emotional, though. Like, Monique was very stoic. She was very stoic. More more emotional. More emotional, which that was weird to me, too. I'm like, dude, why are you, like, relax. Yeah. Calm down. Yeah. Um, And and I'll, I'll look at how... Chris, the other Chris, Kansas's husband, yeah. how he handled it. He was able to support his wife he is so and patient. be there for her and understand yeah. without like taking on her energy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and without just like, like Chris and his whole, I don't know, man, something just bothered me about his whole energy. Like he was, it was uh, weird. Uh, at the, the way that he, uh, after, <laughs> wait. <laughs> so, at the end of the episode, when Ray announces that he's uh, going to renew his vow yeah. with Karen. Yes. And like, that was a nice moment, right? Then Chris takes it upon himself that was to do this weird... so weird. Dude, and I'm just going to say this. <laughs> People might not like this. Man, Chris, the whole thing was just like simpy energy. It's like, dude, what are you doing, man? Yeah. Like, no, bro. It was very no, awkward. No, 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 no. It was almost no, no, like... I just want to think my way. <laughs> I watch what she go through with people dragging her name to the world and us and people manipulating. It was almost like it was almost and that was the cherry on top for me. I was annoyed with him. (laughs) I sent you that text message before that moment happened. Yeah. Oh my god. It's almost like whenever Monique was with all the women and she was apologizing after the fight with her and Candace happened. Whenever she was saying to the women, "I'm sorry," and then she's like, "Ashley, can I see baby Dean?" and she's like trying to hold her baby, and then Robin's there and she's like, "What the hell is she holding Ashley's baby for? Like sympathy shit? Like this is so fucked up. Like it's weird." So yes, I I did find that very odd myself, and um, it was kind of comical in in a way. I do have to say, yeah. So like the first, and I knew I knew he was gonna be. I I, I got weird vibes from him the first when he came out, mm-hmm. and I don't know the sequence of events and when she was said because you know they cut and edit these things up. Yeah, but the editors are genius. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, before before they really got into things, he he said something like people. <laughs> If, if people don't get to admit and stuff, it's gonna be some mess. It's gonna be some wrecking it. Oh, what did he say? It's gonna. Be, oh yeah, that's what he said. It's gonna be some mess up in here. <laughs> I'm like, really, dude? Come on, man. 
really i love your chris samuels impression yeah no nah, i didn't and i he really i didn't have anything against dude until part three of the reunion that's when he came out with this interview <laughs> and i'm just like well with dude, his I energy know <laughs> do you think I, do you think it warranted giselle getting a bodyguard that, uh, that was kind of funny to me that was kind of funny she had a bodyguard. Remind me the context earlier this season. She had a bodyguard for something. She had. Oh, it was when Monique was first getting everybody together after, right? <laughs> yes. Um. But this time she got a bodyguard because apparently Chris went on uh, Monique's Instagram live saying, "Oh, if I was if I was Bruce Jenner and then I was a woman, or I don't I don't know." And he's like, "You're lucky that I'm a man right now, or else I would stomp your shit." Here, here's here's another thing, and I'm glad you brought that, that up because bad. I forgot about that because that, that contributed to my my annoyance with. Yeah. That's another really dude. Come on, man. I know you want to be there for your wife, but you out here, you look horrible right now. <laughs> you saying all lie that you would you wish that you were he said Bruce Jenner, she identifies as Caitlin. But yes. you you saying that you wish you were Bruce Jenner. It's like why you gotta bring him into it. Yeah. Or bring her into it. Yeah. You wish it was Bruce Jenner so that you could stomp another woman and that's the only thing from stopping you? Bruh. It was weird. And it was, Bruh. yeah. He was taking on, that, and that's what I mean by he was taking, dude, you can support your wife without taking on her energy. Be your own person. Right. I thought that was You don't have funny. to like, like, well, that's what she, that's what she, that's how she feel? Well, I'm going to feel that way too. <laughs> Yeah, but Stop Giselle's it. Giselle's bodyguard. Do you think? Do you think she really needed oh, yeah. one? I got off track. Uh, That's okay. I'm stuck on Chris. And his... <laughs> yeah, you really, Chris. You yeah, want I, us, Chris. Yeah, yeah, no, that was not cool. Uh, Giselle's bodyguard. I I don't blame her okay. because she already didn't trust Monique, mm -hmm. and Monique she has this story that she tells herself yeah. about herself. She keeps saying, I'm not that person. That's not me. I'm not that person. That's not me. In terms of her being violent. But yeah. we've seen clips from seasons past that I didn't watch, but they keep bringing these clips back yeah. of her being combative. Yeah. So no, that is you. That is who you are. And Candace brought up a great point. Over the course of the season, whenever they got into heated arguments, she would walk away. She was, that is, walking away is the ultimate de-escalating. De sure. Just walk away. It's not worth. Yeah, she. Yeah, because they 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 yes. showed it again. They went back. Right. They flash back to the season, and they showed the multiple times right. that she did. Which is another thing that addressed your question earlier about her being a WWE. She ain't about that action. WWE people don't walk away. They, you know, which yeah. is why Candice would be great for it, uh, or Monique would be great for right. it. So right, I don't, right. I don't blame I, I, her because the first time that. she brought the bodyguard in was right after the conflict, and now uh, Chris, her husband, mm -hmm. is taking on her energy. Yeah. So like it's two of y'all. It's two of y'all up here now. So no. Uh, what's going on? Now was the bodyguard actually gonna do anything? No. I don't think though. No. no. I I didn't think no. so. He was just sort of standing there. He got his five his, his right. uh five. I minutes think of that fame, it was a little theatrical, you know? but, but Giselle's all course. about the theatrics, man. She is. I love her because of it. Mm -hmm. She is fabulous. So we've talked about, okay, well, I really did like that both Chris and Chris afterwards, they hugged it out. They were like, hey, man, we're all good. We'd love to be friends again, but it's up to the women. That's why I'm still thinking of this. Do you think one, Candace and Monique will ever be friends again? No. I, I don't either. And if so, it's going to be like a long time from now. But by then, it's going to be long forgotten. Now, it's funny because we all know, I don't know why it's like this, but with Chris and Chris, obviously, they'd be friends if they could be, right? But they're supporting their wives. Now, why? <laughs> this will be a good question. Why do you think 
that it is harder for women to let go. Like, why can't they just let shit go and then just be friends? Because guys do it all the time. Like, y'all are nasty in a sense. You guys beat each other up and then you get a beer afterwards and you're like, yeah, we're cool. Why do you think that is? This is definitely not housewives question, but this is a good, it's a good question. Like, why are you wired that way? I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't no, know. Is it crazy? I think that's a fair observation to make. When y'all when y'all beef, yeah, it's like generally speaking, there are exceptions to the rule. But like when y'all beef, like yes, it tends to linger. We hold shit. We hold Ooh, shit. That thing tends to linger. I don't know. I I guess like I I, I really don't know the answers to that so question. Weird. I really don't. I wish I did. <laughs> I know it's so twisted. Like we hold on to shit. Grudges are a real thing. Oh, yeah. I do that. <laughs> it's oh, unhealthy, yeah. but I can't help Man. it. 2021, 2021 resolution. Oh yeah. And I, I personally in, in my own life over the years have been in like bad situations. One of which I can recall with a friend of mine. We kind of grew up together. It's a, a, a musician thing. And I don't even remember what the original conflict was. But after a while, I just reached out to him and was like, yo, man, let's let's sit down. Let's just squash this. This is stupid. And we sat down and talked it out and, you know, mm-hmm. we good. It's not even, I, I mean, it was so long ago and we squashed it, you know, in good spirits. I don't even That was with a guy, correct? The yeah. And then, and then uh, this is another situation, which we didn't, me and this, in the second situation, me and this other dude, this is actually one of my college roommates for two years. Oh, okay. And this dude. Okay. Uh. This is a situation where um, I think people would understand if... Was it girl-related? No, it was not girl-related. So long oh, story short, this dude, I think we we it was, we was lived in a duplex. It was a four-room duplex, and there was four roommates. Everything was cool for the first... How many years was he there? Two years. And he, he started going through a thing. So our lease started in july or august so right around january of the last year he i noticed he was going through this weird thing like Mm -hmm. he was going through depression he would come home from school Mm. uh and he would just like play yeah like nba 2k for hours and just like zone out and he wasn't like practicing his horn he's a so for for y'all that don't remember or don't know I'm a musician. I went to music school. So like, you know, we got to practice our instruments for ensembles, for for ensembles, for lessons, for all of that stuff. From what I could see, he wasn't practicing French horn at home at all. He would just come home and veg out. So I think he was going through like a depression thing and like, do I really want to do this music thing thing, which we all go through that at some point in some form. Yeah. And so that was like January, February. And then like two months before our lease was supposed to be up, this dude came to us. I was like, yo, so I'm about to move out. The lease is up. And I was like, wait, what? The lease is up? So long wow. story short, the landlord that we had at the time was not a very organized fellow. On the When we originally signed the release, the last day of the release was July 31st of whatever year this was. This was 2014. Mm-hmm. On the lease in ink, he has, he originally wrote five instead of 531. 14 mm-hmm. or instead of 731 14 he wrote down five and instead mm-hmm. of just whiting out over it he wrote a seven on top of the five so there's a five and then right on the top of it there's a seven this cat saw an opportunity to get out of the lease two months early because of that error and capitalized wow. on it so he left us holding the bag for two months worth of rent 
and left his shit there for months. He like he didn't get all of it out. Oh, it was there for months. Low. So that whole situation. So one of one of my roommates, uh, I'm I'm not gonna say anybody's name on it, but one of my roommates, right. he was immediately livid about the whole situation. It's like, man, how yeah. did he do this? And da 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 da. And he cheated and and the and the and landlord and da 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 da. And I was like, yeah, it sucks, man. It's cool, but you know, I'm I'm fine. And school started. The I'd next be your year. other roommate. I'd be your roommate who was living. <laughs> well, I got there, but I didn't get there until I made eye contact with dude when school started the next fall. Oh, and shit. then the flame lit inside of me. It triggered. It triggered. And I was like, yo, this spineless dude, he cheated. And 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 it's trying to act like everything's cool. Nah, this ain't cool. And yeah, so long story short, he finally came over to get his stuff. This was about October 2014. And when he got there, I let him have it. Ooh. Let him have I would it. Like, like to have been a fly on that wall. Yeah, because most I don't people, see you being angry that much. This dude lived with me for two years and he never saw me like he did that day. He was horrified because he didn't know what to do. That I means mean, then that was a real problem and he shouldn't have done that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I was... I was actually, after I let it out, I was mostly cool with him after that. But he couldn't make eye contact with me around school. Well, he was ashamed, of course. Are you Are you guys good now? No, nah, I don't know where he is. Oh, okay. But I was well, good. Like, I would, after that, yeah. I would have been able to at least be cordial. Not friends, because, you, you know, you're, you're a low... Yeah, You've just proven like to me that you're a low-character yeah. individual. But I'm not angry sure. when I look at... When I look at... After, I don't know, a month or two, I was not angry when I looked at him anymore. Now, right. I did, after that initial event, <laughs> I did try to make eye contact with him every time okay. I saw and he wouldn't do it. He would not do it. Just like, yeah. Because he's ashamed. Yeah, you, you, you know. You know what you did. You, mm -hmm. listen. But okay, I got past so all of that. So long story short, we have a tendency, <laughs> I, I did go on a long tangent. There's a point to it, though. Long story short, we do, generally speaking, have the capacity to kind of squash stuff. Well, listen to this. We are now all closer to you in your life story than we were before. Even though, or at least the listeners are. I feel like that I'm pretty close to you. Mm -hmm. So now let's transition a little bit because, you know, you almost went on a tangent where you would almost be a really good candidate for a reality show. Just let that simmer. I know that you're looking at me funny, but now let that simmer a little bit. But let's transition to you watch this whole entire season, season five. It's probably the most epic season in Potomac. I would love to know who your favorite and least favorite housewife is and why did you make those decisions? Could be a it could be a, a tricky question because now, you know, at the very beginning, when you saw the first episode, you know, they started off pretty light, like, oh yeah, it's so nice to and then you could be like, Oh, I really like this girl. But then, you know, watching the whole entire season, you've understood and you've gotten to know them in such a way via the show that maybe your opinion has changed. So current day, right? What is your thought of your fave in your least fave? Uh, that's kind of hard to answer. Like a and favorite? Then we can, I know. And then we can wrap up on your final thoughts. Fave and least fave. Yes. I guess. So wait, let me run down this. Candace, Monique, Giselle, Robin, Ashley, Wendy. Who am I forgetting? I feel like I'm forgetting yeah. somebody. Karen. Um... <laughs> I don't know. The least problem is Robin. Wait, because she what? didn't really is... start anything. I said I feel like Robin is the least problematic to me. So is she your least favorite? No, I, because... I and that's not even that's a hard to answer. I mean, because all of them 
all of them have things where I'm like, okay, she's cool. And all of them like, yeah. Which, she, she okay, off. so let's let's not talk about least favorite, most favorite. Who's the one that you'd want to kick it with, that you'd want to hang out with the most? That might probably, be than... Probably Robin. Yeah. Why is that? Robin seems like a, she seems like a pretty low drama laid back kind of chick. Yeah. It's interesting because a friend of mine um, who has a YouTube channel, Kyle Steven, he was on it and he said that he was on the show and he said that he feels that Robin is probably the most relatable Mm -hmm. to anyone who watches the show. She's the most relatable. So I can understand that. Okay, so that's the one that you'd kick it with. (laughs) I almost feel like I know this answer. Who is the person that you would not want to hang with? Like you'd be good without. I'm, I'm good on her. This could just be a age thing, but Karen. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. I knew. <laughs> I'm good. Okay, I'm, so I'm good. It could be an age thing. Maybe it's just because she's also married to Ray, who's like old AF. And I'm not going to lie. He kind of moves. He kind of walks the way that Joe Biden walks. It's kind of funny. They they move at a glacial pace. Yeah, they're they're both up there. Yeah, because they're just a little bit older. But in my opinion, they kind of walk the same. But, you know, mm-hmm. love, it's all good. Okay, so Karen, no. Now, I love those answers. Uh, I would probably not hang much with Karen either. But I might just because of the entertainment factor. But I think I'd get over her huge ego probably within the first minute of mm-hmm. conversation with her. Let me know, just wrapping up, what do you have any final thoughts on your journey with Potomac? Um, are you angry at me that I asked you to take this journey with me? Did you take anything from this all entertained? Um, just final thoughts. Uh did I take anything from it? I guess the 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 Pastor Jamal Bryant and uh Giselle Bryant situation. <laughs> taught or reaffirmed to me, just be honest with what you want. Be honest with what you want. If you be honest with what you want, everything after the honesty can be talked out. Yes. Um, in regards to, I'm trying to think, what are the situations? Were you Most. happy that you you did this journey with me? Yeah, I don't regret it. Yeah, I definitely don't regret oh. it. It was entertaining. It was. I can't lie. He doesn't regret it. I can't it. lie about that. Him. I came in when you asked me to do it. I was like, mm, I don't know if I want to do that. Because you kind of trapped me. You got me to do one. It was like, yo, so... I Potomac didn't is coming. Trap you. you want to come I back in? Just yeah, but you know, I did make a decision, discussion. so maybe trap is, is is not the right word. But I just I, I just gave you other options. Mm-hmm. I gave you other options because you were under the impression that the housewives were just middle aged white women, and I said, oh well, yeah, because I kept saying that. Yeah, that's right, that's right. And then you was like, yo, Potomac is coming up, I, and yes. it's all black women. I was like, all right. I watched it. Yep, yep. And uh, that Potomac, uh, honestly, Potomac and uh, Roni, that's New York, they're like my faves. Okay. But I also like Jersey, which is part of the reason why I have the show, because I like talking about those three shows. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's the shit. So, okay. okay, so tell me, well, tell everyone else, because I know I know how to follow you because, well, we close, so whichever. But tell everyone else how they can follow you. What are you working on nowadays just because this whole fucking quarantine 2020, all this shit is just messed up. So let us know what you're working on. How can people follow you? How can people get a hold of your music? All of that stuff. So at the moment, I don't have any um, recordings available, but I have a a much bigger idea that I don't want to get into on in this interview. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bigger idea. A way that I can go about releasing my projects that more fits the vision. 
Yes. In terms of social media, you can find me at um, on IG um, as at the underscore BGJ. Um, that's where I post clips of me playing. I talk about all kinds of things. Sometimes I get into political things. Sometimes I talk about. He's down with sports, too. Sports. NBA, sports. Honey. Big, huge NBA fan. Uh, your Golden State Why Warriors Hunter? are looking horrible. They are looking horrible. Wait, wait, wait. Which one did you your, say? Your Golden State Warriors are looking horrible. They Listen, need, I'm they not need... even... I, I can't get over the fact with Kawhi's injury, and I know that he's not on Golden State, clearly, but I saw that injury, and that made me really sad. I watched him fall. He'll, he'll be okay. They, that was it, it looked bad because there's blood everywhere, but they stitched him up. He'll be fine. He'll be back probably the next game or the game after that. But wait, let's get back to the Warriors. <laughs> they need Clay Thompson... And Draymond Green in the worst day because in the worst way because their replacements for Clay are Kelly Oubre and Andrew Wiggins and those dudes they are not shooting the ball well. Listen, and, it's the beginning of the season. Relax. There's a long, mm, long way to go. But Clay is not coming back though. That's neither here or there. And that's super sad because <laughs> it's two injury, two season-ending injuries back to back. Bop bop. So that's super sad. Uh, I thought they will they will persevere. Okay, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we will see. But you can hit him up on Instagram mm-hmm. and talk shit about my teams, but don't because my teams are awesome. And uh, I just want to say, Brent, thank you so much for being on the show. I so appreciate you watching that entire season. And I just appreciate your time to even be open to doing that and to also being on the show. And you know that I love you. Love you too, Kim. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Follow Brent on the Instagram. And then also follow me uh, at Bravo Yinzer. Yinzer spelled Y-I-N-Z-E-R. And then follow us at believe podcasts and at believe pop culture that's believe b-l-e-a-v you guys have a happy new year but however uh tune into the show on thursday because it's coming out with david yontef but have a great day and uh i'll catch you on thursday bye thank you for listening to believe You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.